You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. Welcome to another episode of Hit the Books, the only weekly SmackDown Live booking podcast hosted by us. I am Ryan Knightsey, and with me, as always, is Mikey Jumpman, Mikey Man Freddy. Wait, so I'm Mario now? Yeah, you're now Mario. You're now you're well, you're Mikey Jumpman, Mikey. So Mikey Jumpman, you're his cousin. <laughs> Mario, Mario. What is Mario's last name? Does he have a last name? No, because they're the Super Mario Bros. So it's Mario, Mario, and Luigi, Mario. Oh, you're right. The Mar- Super Mario that would make their last names Mario. Interesting. So it's Mario, Mario, and Luigi, Mario. Wow, Luigi Mario is such a bad, like that's such a <laughs> terrible name. I mean, Mario Mario is fine for some reason. My brain's like, that's fine. Luigi Mario, I don't know. That is, ugh, I don't know about that one. Luigi. I think it's been confirmed canon by Nintendo that last name is Mario. That's probably true. I mean, I'll I'll do a quick Google search on that one. I'm going to search up Mario's last name. And if it's anything like the... I hope I get an image result where it's like his... Uh, oh, yeah. His full name is Mario Mario. And for Luigi, it's Luigi Mario. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Because they're the Mario Bros. It's not... It's like... It's funny. It, I, thought, I thought it was interesting. Oh, I definitely think it's interesting. I mean, if I... If I look at Mar- a picture of Mario, there's the six image is Mario with a sick six pack, um, <laughs> just like the Jersey Devil. Um, God, there's a lot of weird. You, you know, you know how Mario has Wario and Luigi has Waluigi. Yes. You know Yoshi has one of those. Are you talking about Birdo? No, no, no. Yoshi has. Look up right now. There's an in-game like canon Nintendo character from the Mario RPG games. His name is Boshi. Oh, don't don't get me started on Boshi. <laughs> and it's Punk Rock Yoshi. Okay. Uh, don't get me started on Boshi. I've had a bad time with Boshi. <laughs> Boshi uh, is a real Nintendo character. I know. It's very upsetting to me that that exists <laughs> in the world. Uh, when it, is you know, Boshi getting confirmed for Smash Bros? <laughs> according to this sick, um, uh, what is this? I guess a pe- Photoshop. Oh well, two things. One, Mikey, uh, they're all audio. The, we're immediately, immediately, not like less than five minutes into the show, we are already talking about things that the audience cannot see. <laughs> uh, they have to Google it themselves. 
sorry, guys. I'm this sorry. one's for us. This one's for us. But I do want to send you this picture, Mikey, that I found on DeviantArt. <laughs> oh, no. It's It was titled Sexy Luigi. <laughs> uh... <laughs> can you just... Can you describe the picture to me? Can you describe the picture to our audience? So, audience, I don't know if you actually want to hear what this is, because I am very upset I saw it, but it's Luigi. As you know what Luigi would look like, but he has no hat on, so it's just his his brown hair. Uh, He has this very evil, seductive-looking smile on his face, and he has bedroom eyes, which is... Not something I would ever want to see from Luigi. Uh, he has no shirt on. He looks kind of like a pudgy boy. There's no, there's no muscle structure at all. <laughs> there, I mean, he is a plumber in his defense. That's true. No offense to blum- <laughs> the rich, uh, not not the rich, the the ripped plumbers out in the world. <laughs> and he has a thumb inside of the front of his jeans. <laughs> Just you saying that sentence was everything it's, to me. Listen, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great, and I'm upset that I know this exists. I'm I'm sorry that I had to bring this out to you and really really throw you under the bus here, Mikey. But I felt it was important to to really show off. You know, I'm sure the viewers would love that. <laughs> the listeners, just... I keep saying the viewers. Yeah, they're <laughs> the viewers. There, uh, that's for that's like our Patreon goals. Have our have have the show have the show live streamed. Have the show have uh, the show live streamed and put on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, and have and just have uh, sexy Luigi in the background. <laughs> God, sexy Luigi. One of our Patreon goals is to uh, pay WWE enough money to make GM mode on their newest game. Oh my God! Oh, have the, the, the I'm I'm about to fan out. But like that trailer, that latest trailer from WV, so good. I hope there's so not. A, I choice. hope there's not a new one. Part of me hopes there's not a new one that comes out between now and then. But that last one where it was like, I have no idea what's happening in the game, and they revealed Big Head mode and like Zombie Triple H. They revealed Big I Head mode, no Zombie Triple H, like Ultimate Deletion style matches. It looks like with Bray Wyatt. That looked cool. I have Mikey. Literally no idea what's happening in that game anymore. Like, but then there was also the like. It like it felt like it was some sort of like um, like story mode sort of thing of Bray Wyatt. Like he, but like there was also that like picture of like him with the gas mask holding up the icy title. Mm-hmm. I was like, why is why is that a thing? What does that mean? I was say there's also that Daniel Bryan story mode. Yeah, the the that's in there, and I'm like, what is? There's so many. Like I want them. I don't want them to tell me that Tomasa Champa is not in the game. Uh, I want them to tell me like what I can actually do in the game, like a p- possible zombie mode. I don't, I, I, like, I don't know. Like, is there going to be Fortnite in this game? I have to know. <laughs> WWE Battle Royal. Wait, <laughs> wait, shit! <laughs> God dang it! <laughs> they already have Fortnite mode. They already do. They already do. Okay. Well, without further ado. We, we've been talking up a lot. We're not really interested in the show. I don't know what the hell. We really got off a wild tangent here, Mikey. Um, that's fine, I guess. Um, well, let's let's talk. Let's go into enter the pre-show. I kind of blacked. Bit. I kind of blacked out after Sexy Luigi, honestly. <laughs> Didn't we all? Um, <laughs> let's let's talk about. Uh, let's enter our pre-show. Let's let's give her. Let's. Unlike last week, 
um, with our uh, amazingly accurate uh, Hell in a Cell review. Um, that was our perfectly perfectly accurate to the T Hell in a Cell review, where nothing was wrong and we got everything right. Did we get anything close? I'm trying to think. Did we get any? I mean, Jeff Hardy did have a nasty bump. Um, we knew that was coming. <laughs> um, what else? It wasn't. It was at least it wasn't a swanton off the cell through the table. That was something, but it was his face through a wooden table instead. Thirty feet high. Um, uh, I guess Ronda Rousey <laughs> instead of Alexa Bliss hurting Ronda Rousey, it was the other way around. I guess. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I guess we got nothing right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we get, I don't think we got a single thing right. Even our champions, we said the opposite. Mick Foley didn't walk out the Universal <laughs> Champion, unfortunately. Yeah, instead he walked out. With pepper in his eyes and so he looked out with pepper spray in his eyes and to a confusing ending that is stupid that i hate well, anyway hey, well, that, we'll save that for the pre-show let's save, well we're in the pre-show let's go let's get let, we'll save that for later hit me hit me with let's hit yeah we'll, we'll get to that i guess but let's go let's talk about our actual let's talk about our actual uh, uh hell in the cell review mikey or, or your 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 thoughts in the hell in the cell pay-per-view mm-hmm. um let's let's just go bit by bit i guess let's start with our pre-show of new day defeating Rusev Day um, for the tag team titles in the pre-show. What were your thoughts on that one? It wasn't bad. It was a good match. I'm glad New Day came out on top because it sets up the whole Rusev Day storyline. But also, I kind of would would have been nice to see Rusev Day with the titles for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, they did steal our idea of breaking up Rusev Day, um, which is very disappointing. But they, they we, we've we've already established this. Um, which is very disappointing, but also flattering. Um, but yeah, uh, d- d- good to decent match or decent to good match, I guess. Um, um, of the new day and Rusev day, I, yeah, I I would have liked to maybe see Rusev day actually have some titles because it's sort of weird having a tag team that just never wins a single title. Yeah, R- Rusev keeps getting title shots too, and he just keeps losing. <laughs> I saw so what. W- even even if he still gets title shots, like think of like all the title shots he's been able to have in the past like year. Like he's had he's had WWE title shot. He's had the tag team title shot. He he just had a United States title shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what else he had. Uh, he never. Yeah, but like everything on every title on SmackDown, he's had a title shot in the past like six months. Like not even the past six months. Like the past like two. Like the past two three months. Yeah, they're like. It's like uh, we need it. We need someone to face these guys. Who's it going to be? Uh, Rusev. Yeah, I don't know where you go with his character. I I don't know where you go with this breakup, but uh, but I, that happened on SmackDown. But I, I well, I guess we'll find out. Um, what's what's up next? Uh, Randy Orton defeats Jeff Hardy in a Hell in a Cell brutal Hell in a Cell match. Mikey, your thoughts? Oh oh, wait. Before I move on, do you have a meatball rating for the New Day Rusev Day match? Like three. Oh, three meatballs out of five. Okay, Randy Orton defeats Jeff Hardy in a brutal Hell in a Cell match. Oh my god, this match was so... It was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, but I was kind of on and off with it because I was watching it at work. Um, I had it on my phone on WWE Network, and it was kind of on and off. But I heard it's, I heard it's ninety nine a month. I, yeah, $99.99 a month now. $9.99.99. Free for new subscribers. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yes yes it is um, these are facts okay so i watched i got to see most of the match though luckily and it was really good i was surprised it was the opener 
Um, I thought they were gonna save save that for. I thought they were gonna save that for like a little closer to the end, but I guess they just want to start us off with all of that. I, in terms of, I mean, in terms of card placement, I mean, I, I guess it was probably good to start the show with a Hell in a Cell match and end it with one. Yeah, that was that was neat. Yeah, got the crowd hyped. It's like here's your Hell in a Cell match, and then I got him hyped for the one that's later. But that bit where Orton grabbed the screwdriver, I was actually like cringing at my screen and not in like the ooh cringe way like i was like no i like actually had my hands over my eyes like i could not watch it yeah that was that was so rough to watch which is i guess that's good good like in terms of like the pg product that wwe puts out and like that they're able to it goes to it, it is a testament to say that like they're able to make cringing disturbing images without the use of blood which i mean granted like there's not many superstars that you can put a screwdriver into their earlobe and twist it Ugh. which is ter- ter- terrifying to say but just thinking about it makes me want to vomit <laughs> yeah but like there eight that like that's that is a testament to what you can still do in a PG era is that they you still do disgusting disturbing things like that that let force people to turn off their TV because they're so grossed out uh, and unsubscribe from the network that's nine ninety nine ninety nine <laughs> free for new subscribers yeah without without the use of blood which I gotta give I gotta give props to Randy Orton Jeff Hardy on the the that that idea um, and just. Props to Jeff Hardy in this match. For thinking for for going with that idea. Going with that idea, all the all the things that he put his body through. Yeah. At the very end of the match, sort of going through that table 33 30 feet high. Face first. <laughs> I like it's it's wild. Like his stomach he was coughing up blood. Was that real or was that a work? I'm not sure. Because Like did he was in... he actually coughing up blood or were they like just a way to write him or was that just a way to write him off tv for a bit i well i honestly do not know simply because the wwe like dot com press release stated um that he went he was coughing up blood they rushed him to the hospital but then during the middle of the night he got up on his own accord and left the hospital nah i don't need this shit yeah and then he was at a house show okay so he's probably fine He's probably fine. So it, it's it's totally possible that it is a work. We cannot confirm these details, but uh, it does feel like it, it could be a, a work of some kind. I don't, we're not sure, but but it, I, I wouldn't. I mean, I, there's there's several things you could do with that storyline of being like um, a broken Jeff Hardy. Yeah, like it sort of works. Um, it definitely could go in that direction. I don't I don't like continue this Randy Orton feud with a broken Jeff Hardy. I mean, you certainly could do that. Yeah, what's also nice about broken Jeff Hardy? I mean, he Jeff Hardy needs to take a breather and like not work as hard for a while because his body needs to rest. How about say and not do swatons on the ring apron? <laughs> yeah, but it, but even then, if you have him off TV for a while, have rest a couple extra days or whatever, finish out this house show tour, and then he can actually rest or however long that will take. But then, even if he comes back as a broken Jeff Hardy. Broken Jeff Hardy, he's one that... Brother Nero. Yes, he, he, we could still see some Brother Nero, uh, even though I guess he's announced retirement sort of on through the internet, which is weird. Um, mm. No, it's not that weird, it's Matt Hardy. 
bro- broken Jeff Hardy is one that doesn't do as many high flying moves um, because of his addiction. Interesting. So that could be a way to to have him rest up, but then come back to continue the storyline, and we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what unfolds. I, I think I do like this Randy Orton character that we have. I think I'll say I'm I'm excited to see who his next target's going to be. Oh yeah, I think I think you could easily have a new target and then a broken Jeff Hardy comes back. Who mm-hmm. that new target could be? I mean, it could be. I mean, honestly, it could be Shinsuke, but then Shinsuke would then have to turn face. But at the same time, he's got nothing going on. So I don't know. I I think I think his new target is going to be AJ. I don't know. I mean, it, it feel. I don't know. It feel because he's go because he's trying to go after people like the WWE Universe admire and like blah 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 and stuff like that, right? Yes. Who's who's the most over on SmackDown right now? Besides, like Becky. <laughs> yeah, that'd be weird. If Randy Orton attacked Becky. I mean, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles. Ooh, that that make yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles. They're also both in feuds already, so that's tough. I don't know. Well, this is what you do. You have The Miz win the WWE Championship number one contendership spot at the Australian Super Showdown. Mm-hmm. That ends that that ends that feud because that means Daniel Bryan got three back-to-back-to-back losses to The Miz, which is wild. They can't have this feud end without Daniel Bryan coming out on top at least once, right? You would think so, but... Then you could have Randy Orton versus Daniel Bryan, which is a storied feud um, that's happened in the past and sort of is in line with the Randy Orton character. That can hold over everyone till like Royal Rumble because we're still going to get to through Survivor Series and all that. That can hold everyone over for a while. Then Bryan or someone like The Miz wins the WWE Championship. Then Bryan wins the Royal Rumble. Then that's the WrestleMania match. My pick, I would love to make it a hair versus hair match at WrestleMania uh, versus Daniel. I know Daniel Bryan wants to do a hair versus hair match. Um, sorry, Dan Bryan. And I just love the idea of the Miz bald. That that, that does sound very good. Like like what like what can be more humiliating to the actor the Miz character than him being completely bald? And he doesn't have a beard, so. A completely bald Miz would be such a funny sight. It'd be so hilarious. Okay, well, what's your meatball rating on this Randy Orton Jeff Hardy match at uh, Hell in a Cell? Four meatballs. Ooh. It it was it had it had me pulled in like a cool match with a lot of cool stuff happening, like innovative use of different weapons, like the ladder where they did the the, the suplex onto yes. it and it folded up on Jeff. That was neat. That was dis- that was disgusting. Okay, well then, uh, moving on. Becky Lynch defeats Charlotte Flair to become the new SmackDown Women's Champion. Finally, <laughs> finally, you're, you're very happy about this one, man. Oh, so happy about this one. Becky deserves it so much, and I'm so glad she's being this cocky fucking person to Charlotte. Oh, it's so great. Yeah, when on SmackDown, her new persona, this very, like, anti-sort of, like, punk, stone-cold character. It's so good. It's so good. Like, the best-in-the-world mentality with, like, the, like, the I-don't-care-about-anyone-besides-this-championship-and-myself mm-hmm. stone-coldness. It was, it was interesting, too, because she wasn't that 
like heal either because she was like thanks Paige thank you you went all out on this this is nice but then as soon as Charlotte came out she started being a bitch again and it was wonderful <laughs> she, that is a good point she was very nice to Paige it was just Charlotte that that's the thing like Becky's Becky's like old Becky is still there a little bit but when it comes to Charlotte it's immediately back to anti-hero Becky and I love that yeah no I really like her new character like all of that like good like good natured like i'm becky lynch like like i'm becky lynch i'm the best i'm i'm like the over with the fans and here's my cool instagram funny pun stories (laughs) (laughs) to like hey charlotte call me queen like hell yes (laughs) all right what were your thoughts of the match at the pay-per-view it was a very good match they they put on a clinic uh I thought it was a fun match to watch. Uh, lots of lots of story. Uh, I liked it a lot. Yeah, the potential for this feud is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, that 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 re- spear reversal into a pin, beautiful to look at. Very good. And to note, uh, Charlotte did not tap out here. Um, nope, she did not. T- never tapped out. Um, she only got pinned. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is that does protect Charlotte to an extent. What is your? I, I meatball? figured they wouldn't have her tap out. Oh yeah, that makes sense. What's your meatball rating? Uh, four. I'll give this one a four as well. Awesome. But like, uh, also a ten million because Becky has a title now. Of course. <laughs> um, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre versus Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins defeating them to retain the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. This match was bonkers. As everyone knew it was going to be, this match was bonkers, and it was so, so good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The complete opposite of our review of last week, where it was... <laughs> where it was a one meatball match. <laughs> it was a one, one negative one meatballs. Uh, yes, this match was... Which is wild. There, you, get, you put four workhorses into a ring, and that, of course, will be your outcome. I was like, four workhorses in a ring and watch them work, and it was... It was phenomenal. It was a really, really good match. It's It was phenomenal, to say the least, even though it wasn't AJ Styles. So get out of here, Styles. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was pretty incredible. What was your meatball? Uh, 4.75. Ooh, very close to a five meatball. A juicy meatball. Yeah, I, I thought it was really, really good. This meatball's fairly juicy. It, it has less juice. Fairly juicy. But it's fairly juicy. AJ Styles retains the WWE, the WWE Championship against Samoa Joe. Um, I, at first, wasn't a fan of the sketchy ending. Where it was like, yeah. AJ tapped out. No, I pinned Joe like that. Like uh, I, didn't, I didn't like it at first. But now that I'm like thinking about it, and now that I saw like what happened on SmackDown, um, where Joe came after, where Joe is now like, you never get rid of me. I'm here. You know what you you know the truth like that was really cool, and I know that Joe can make literally anything cool, but I think that match ending was really smart because it makes it almost like because right now we kind of have the storyline where AJ can't beat Joe, so he keeps kind of getting out of it. You know? Yeah, it is a it is a very good point. I mean, and you're looking at this. I don't understand why why AJ Styles is happy about their Super Showdown pay per view match, the no disqualification, no count out, whatever the hell it's called. Because now he has no way to like cheat his way out of a win. I mean, I mean, he can't DQ himself. He can't get. He, he can't like get counted out. I mean, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't understand why, like go like going into this match, he has to know that he's going to lose, and that that is a huge character point that WWE is not really talking about. That he hasn't, yeah, he he's hasn't been able to beat Joe. He's he hasn't been able to beat Joe clean yet. He certainly probably knows that he can't beat Joe at this point. He knows the fact that he tapped out to the Coquina clutch. Yeah. So why would he defend here? Like he's going, he probably is like, I'm going to lose this title and my wife and my daughter. <laughs> and Joe's going to be their new daddy. And they're going to go to the Swiss Alps. <laughs> With Cesaro. <laughs> Who just happens to be there. <laughs> he's the fun uncle. Oh my god, Cesaro the fun uncle. Uncle Cesaro. Oh my god, that's such an amazing picture. Uh, what would you give this meatball rating to? Um, I'll give it a, 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 th- a three and a half. Okay, okay. Because I thought it was a good match, but the ending, um, the ending was weird, but it was also kind of smart. But I also really just want to see like a definitive ending to one of these matches already, you know? Yeah, it feels like we'll definitely get one of the Super Showdown. But at the same mm-hmm. time... We also have Crown Jewel after that, uh, which we, I think, is, which I think is really stupid. Honestly, we have like three pay per views they're promoting for, which is wild. Which is, everyone's sort of complained about it online to an extent to a little I, bit. I'm I'm okay with Super Showdown. I don't think Crown Jewel is necessary in my eyes. I think it's just another. I think it's just another cash grab. Honestly, it is <laughs> like I mean, super like super showdown's cool because they're like oh we're bringing wwe to australia where they don't really get pay-per-views that much you know so it's like a cool thing yes but, i don't know what the financials are on the top of my head obviously but, but like I they do just know, went to saudi arabia with greatest world rumble i do know that this saudi arabia show is going to be a very very big financial boon not boon financial uh, uh i guess uh, f- financial gain for wwe yeah um it it is sort of a cash grab but that's it's also a wrestling business so yeah the business states you make the money i still i still um, just hate it i still just hate that they keep going back to saudi arabia though because they keep being like ah oh, women's revolution and then they're like let's keep pandering to this place where they don't allow women to do anything that's fair uh, which is interesting. It's interesting that they have the all women's evolution pay-per-view and then the all men's crown jewel pay-per-view after they just had an all men's greatest Royal rumble. Yeah. In the yeah, same it, place. Yes, it is fairly annoying. It is the whole, the whole debacle is fairly annoying. Um, but, uh, maybe they'll get that, enough money for pyro again. Well, they're gonna, they're gonna. Ha- well, they had Pyro at the Greatest Royal Rumble. So no, I mean like, have more I mean like regular there. Pyro, like oh, I see like consistent, like pyro. for every show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed the, I missed the Pyro, but yeah, but the the the, the Crown Jewel is just the way. So that all the money they're getting from Crown Jewel, they're just gonna put towards, put towards Kenny Omega. <laughs> um, they just need it. They just need like they have they have the Fox deal for the Young Bucks. Uh, greatest Royal Rumble for uh, Cody and the Crown Jewel, or the Greatest Royal Rumble for Kenny and the Crown Jewel for Cody. Uh, they just got to start collecting this wealth. They did have, um, and Super Showdowns Adam Page or Marty or something. I know this doesn't this doesn't really has nothing to do with Kenny Omega or Cody Rhodes. I know WWE did have a meeting with Impact recently. Yes, they did. Which is interesting. 
I wonder where that's going. Uh, Impact people stated that it was not. They're not selling Impact. Um, it wasn't anything like. that. I figured that that wasn't uh, going to be the case. I figured they're going to talk about like, like maybe grabbing more talent or something like that. Um, I, I don't know. I'm not sure about talent. I I suspect more video library. Oh, for like the network and stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, WWE has been wanting that video library for a while, and they have already worked out deals for to get some footage from the Broken Hardys and uh, AJ Styles. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's more in line with something like. Oh, uh, they might be might be or getting maybe, it for like a video package for uh, Joe and AJ. Yeah, which I wouldn't be too surprised. But it was the executives of Impact, so who knows? Maybe it's something to do with Chris Jericho. Who knows? I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why they have to talk to WWE about that, but. Who knows about that? Um, a lot, a lot of, lot of, lot of thoughts. Let's let's keep moving on. A mixed tag team match in celebration of the new mixed tag team show on Facebook. Um, Miz and Maurice defeats Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. I don't think Brie or Maurice needed to be a part of this feud. Okay, why is that? I don't know. I just I because they're both they are they both both of them. I think had their biggest like moments in the divas era and i don't think they should be at the head of this women's revolution really because they were both huge advocates for this divas era and they kept like didn't didn't the bellas like cut out a bunch of people and tell that were like actual good wrestlers a few times uh i believe they did feud with aj lee in terms both in the WB kayfabe world and also like behind the scenes. I'm not positive on that, but I'm fairly certain I've read something like that before. Yeah, I I don't know. I just don't like. I don't think I. I just think this feud should have been Ms. Daniel Bryan. That's it. I don't think it should have been like my family versus your family. I I, I think that was a dumb angle they took with it. I'm not a whole fan of Maurice wrestling. I mean, we're looking at and in, in my memory three matches with the with Maurice. One at WrestleMania against Nikki and John Cena, mm-hmm. one at SmackDown uh, a couple weeks ago, and this one at Hell in a Cell. She's I mean, it granted it's been years since wrestling uh and she's had a child since then, I guess since the SmackDown match and the uh, Hell in a Cell match. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, she's not really wrestling. She's not really taking bumps that much. Like, no. she can really safe ones. Nope. Like, it's... I don't, like, enjoy watching Maurice, really. Um, I don't enjoy watching Brie Bella, either, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I I do I did like that baseball slide underneath the Miz. That was that was beautiful. Yeah, that was that, that was okay. <laughs> yeah, but it is this match was sort of the Miz and Daniel Bryan fighting each other with Brie and Maurice occasionally in there. occasionally stepping in. Yeah, yeah. I mean that. I mean, look at that SmackDown match between Brie and Maurice. It was just like literally nothing. Yeah, it was like a, it was what like five minutes, not even. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I legitimately do not get excited when it's like, oh, Maurice is going to wrestle. It's like, okay, well, that's, she's not, like, she's not going to wrestle, which is disappointing. But, um, uh, to be positive, it is nice to see her, I guess, uh, still. Mm. Um, but I guess now, based on the latest SmackDown episode, she's now 
um, not going to be on SmackDown anymore. Maybe that's a, a ruse. Maybe I don't know what that is, but probably <laughs> she's still a baby. So who knows? Uh, who who knows at all? Uh, what is your meatball rating for this match? Uh, like a two and a half. Okay. Moving on, the Raw Women's Championship, a match of Ronda Rousey uh, retaining their, her title against Alexa Bliss. I'm very glad this wasn't a squash match again and that Bliss actually stood up to Ronda Rousey and actually had they actually had like a match. Yeah, a 12-minute match. I I was impressed. Ronda did a good job. I thought I think Ronda did a very good job. Bliss did a good job uh going after the ribs like Ronda did a good job selling her ribs being hurt and I thought it was just a really it was just a solid like, like it wasn't it, it there was nothing like amazing but it was like a solid match. It was a solid match to watch. Mhm. It is um I don't enjoy it when people I I don't understand when people say that Rousey is too clean or anything because Ronda Rousey is definitely a superstar. She's definitely a WWE superstar at this point. Yeah. She she fits the part. She fits the bill. Like she's she's, a, she's still kind of green, but I think she's she's like working her way in in a great way. Like like she's coming in in a great way and she's definitely coming into her own. The her her um work rate and her um um her her like arc of skill that has been happening since her debut is is great. I mean it's great. She's her her selling is good. Her um her she's changing up her moveset constantly. Yeah, and she sh- she's starting to show up on like Raw more often. She's not like she's starting to show up on TV more often instead of just at pay-per-views and stuff, which is neat. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she never was. I don't think she she never was a part timer, but now it's like we're starting to get we're starting to enter that full timer Ronda Rousey character mode where she's actually wrestling on. Like, like the thing is, she was like before she was on Raw, but she wasn't really like wrestling matches on Raw and stuff. But now she's like starting to like be in matches and doing tag team matches, and she's like really wrestling on TV for everybody, like and also at pay per view. So she's like actually becoming. She feels she feels more like like a full timer now than I than she did before when she was just cutting promos and stuff. Yes, but that is it is exciting. It is exciting. Mm-hmm. I think Ronda Rousey has a great future. I would love for her to be a, a Suzuki type heel. Oh my, Ronda, Ronda as a heel could be wild. That could be very good. Um, but yes, um, just like running over everyone. Oh my god, that'd be so cool. Speaking of 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 works and injuries worked injuries uh uh do you believe alexa bliss bliss's arm injury is a work or no um i don't know because i i think it i don't think it was i thought it was at first but then when she wasn't in the mix match challenge i thought that was weird because that's just like on facebook um but so i i think it might actually be like kind of a legitimate injury but like not a terrible one i don't know i mean if you're gonna if you're gonna keep up the illusion that it's an injured arm you gotta take our mix mac challenge that's true that's true but i do i am glad you got taken out of mix mac challenge because uh what is it the monster eclipse or something like that now yeah i like that a lot yeah the the moment it was like oh ember moon's there let's have an eclipse off of braun Strowman's shoulders and that's exactly what happened the very first match. They didn't even save that. They could have totally saved that, and they just immediately first match. They're like, here we go. That's going to be the new finisher. That's, good. That's how they're going to end all their matches. Also, side tangent. Okay. 
the mix match challenge is really, really fucking up with my, uh, uh, fucking up with my, like, heel-face dynamics. Heel-face dynamics are, like, any sort of kayfabe they had going. <laughs> Braun is, like, a monster heel on Raw, and then he's, like, a friendly giant on mix on match challenge. On the mix match challenge, yeah. I feel it's like just... the thing is, that he, I feel like they had to, like, do, like, a quick change with that, though, because Ember Boon was his partner, who is, like, kind of a face at this point. So, True. I feel like, I feel, I feel like if it was with Alexa, he still would have been, like, that brutal, like, monster brawn. But since he had to switch to Ember Moon, like, on such, like, a quick, on like, such a dime, they had to give him, like, that friendly persona as so Ember Moon didn't look heel. I could see that. That could be true. I could totally see it. I mean, granted, they could have done a, a, a heel person versus a, a good guy person. But at the same time, it's not like a Becky Lynch, Sami Zayn. It's Braun Strowman. He's a monster. So that I yeah. guess that couldn't work as well. I, I guess that makes sense. I'm I'm so upset that Becky Lynch and Sami Zayn lost in the first round last time because they were They're so awesome. good. They're awesome. <laughs> I... I was in. I was absolutely in love with every aspect of that. They team. <laughs> they they were great. They were great. That cake p- promo. It's great. <laughs> no, my what one, one of my favorites was one of my two favorite parts of that feud. Real quick, not that feud. The the partnership was how Zam- Sammy asked Lynch where she was like going through like the like she was like outside with fans. Oh yeah. He like I had to hold those guys on, and he rips it off, and he's like, "I need a partner," and it was great. It was great. Uh, and also when um, Becky put Sammy's hat on and like became Sammy for a little oh, bit, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. threw it off. I was like, whoa. That was awesome. So good. <laughs> that was also very good. <laughs> um, what was your meatball rating on this Ronda Rousey defeating Alexa Bliss match? Uh, three and a half. I thought it was a solid match. Nothing special. Though. Okay. You finally, know. let's talk about this Hell in a Cell Universal Championship match. Do we have Roman to? Reigns versus Braun Strowman ending in a no contest due to... Brock Lenzer interference. It started off really good. Okay. And I was kind of, I was actually like, part of me was upset Brock was there, but also part of me was like, all right, this could get, this could get interesting, you know? Yeah. Like Brock can kick the shit out of both of them. And then, uh, they could, they could like, one of them can come back or one of them could like roll over for a pin or something like that. Like if Brock, like, like, wouldn't it have been cool if Brock, like, F5, since he, when he F5 Roman on top of Braun, if he did that and the ref, like, started counting a pin because Roman was, like, on top of Braun? Oh, yeah, and just made that the finish? Yeah, like, that could have been cool. Like, that could have been interesting. Like, like, because that, that could have been, like, well, Roman only beat Braun because of Brock, you know? Yeah, that, and that saves Braun a little bit, I guess. And that's also, that also makes it so. I don't know. I don't know. I just think it could have been a really interesting ending, and I think that Lesnar interfering shouldn't have just caused a no contest because it's supposed to be hell in a cell. Yeah. Heck in a sec. Heck on a deck. Heck heck on a deck. It it Um, was a weird finish having a no contest ending, which the referee was blinded attacked as well but you could have another ref come in it's a hell in a cell match it should not end in a no contest it should be brutal it should have that brutal aspect and that was brutal but you that you don't end like they didn't they didn't end it in 1998 where mick foley got thrown off the freaking cell 
or or with Kane in the Shawn Michaels Undertaker match where Kane comes exactly. out. Exactly. Exactly. They didn't end it then. Why are we doing this now? I think maybe... Like, it just seems stupid. The one idea I had about that was the idea of, like, okay, there's the parallel to the uh, the Kane match. Not Kane match. The Shawn Michaels Undertaker match where Kane appears. There's the parallel to that. He rips off the door, and then he comes in and destroys everyone. But that match still continues. Yeah. My thought here was, like, well, they've established that Brock Lesnar is a monster and that he is a, 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 a worse than the demon. He is worse than Kane because he beat Kane and he's worse than the undertaker because he beat the undertaker. He was the one that beat the streak at WrestleMania. So the fact that like his power level is so over 9,000, he can just decimate the fact that he can just do an F5. It just decimates people. Unless you're Roman Reigns, where you, you could do at least, where he could take at least six, which doesn't make sense. Then I guess I don't know. I mean, last time we saw Roman Reigns taking, <laughs> like last time Roman Reigns took an F five, he took like six of them, and then got his skull broken open too. Exactly. Like, so when he hit him with the table a few times and then F five him, and Roman Reigns was like, "Oh, I'm just dead now," and just selling it like death. That made no sense to me because we've seen Roman in the past, like five or six F5s and still continue the match. Yeah, it is sort of this thing of that the F5 should be more protected. They have and they have a lot of things in the that have happened that are like, well, this doesn't it doesn't work. Like the the problem with like the long term storytelling is that like when this all this shit comes back to haunt you. Yeah. It's just like, well, that like Roman should be able to get up immediately, essentially. Like it doesn't. Yeah. Quite Roman make should have been sense. able to get up. Like in the past, in the past where he fought Braun, Braun has only taken one F five and lost. So that makes sense that Braun didn't get up. Mm-hmm. But Roman, we've we've seen him take a lot at a time in multiple matches. Yes. So it, it's very strange. Uh, what is your meatball rating for this match? Um, the match itself was all right. Like there was, they they held and held it up. <laughs> um, yeah, two and a half, I guess. Like it was a match. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. If if Brock Lesnar didn't come out, um, you would have. That sounds like it, you would have liked the match a lot more. Yeah, if there was an actual ending and it was just if I even if Brock Lesnar did come out and they kept fighting on and there was an actual ending, then yeah, I would have liked it a lot more. But I don't like I don't like the fact that it was a uh, a no contest. I thought it was stupid. What are your thoughts on the fact that this was Braun Strowman's Money in the Bank cash-in? That makes me even, like, more mad about it than it was a no contest, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it was supposed to be his big moment, his big Money in the Bank moment, and then Brock Lesnar was like, ha, no. I'm very nervous about the Money in the Bank match becoming sort of like the new Royal Rumble where you win it and it's cool. But then you lose your match. I mean, this is two back-to-back losses with the money, money in the, the bank, bank cash with, in, with, yeah. the, with the men's money in the bank cash in. Mm-hmm. Um, with Baron Corbin not cashing in successfully, and then Braun Strowman not cashing in successfully. Yep. I mean, even the Alexa Bliss last cash in was like immediate. Yeah. They always, they always, they always do that. There was, there's always like one like that night, and then one way later. <laughs> 
I mean, yeah. I mean, the Carmella one took almost an entire year. Yeah. I remember, because, like, there was the one with Dean Ambrose where he cashed in on Seth Rollins, like, immediately at, like, that night. Yep. But that was successful. I mean, exactly. and then you look at the Royal Rumble, the last Royal Rumble winners of Shinsuke and Asuka, neither of them won their match. They they Royal Rumble, they win a match, have a, a, a match, a championship match at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. They go, and neither of them win it. So it's like, what is the value of winning the Royal Rumble match? It gets you a spot on the card, and it gets you a spot in a ch- title match. But if, you, but then you lose, and you're sent to the mid card. Yeah, it's just like if you lose, then it's like, well, is it worth it? I don't know. Um, it makes me nervous about the Money in the Bank match. Um, I don't know when the, ne- the next pay per view would not be for a while. So I don't know. I, I I think the last. I mean, Carmelo was an amazing Money in the Bank contract holder yeah Um, i agree i i like the idea of having a character that's sitting in the background that's threatening like that um i wish that was the case i i thought braun could braun had the ability to do that um i would say one of the best money in the bank cashes was seth rollins at wrestlemania with roman and brock yeah like he had he held it held it held it held it and then he finally saw his moment and that's the that's the best that's the cool that's, i feel like that's such a cool moment in wrestling when the money in the bank person finally sees their moment and rushes to the ring with the briefcase and it's like i'm doing it i'm doing cash again like it's so cool it's always so exciting it always comes out to a ginormous pop like the moment like there's when there's like the fake outs like you're like those don't come out but it's always like when it when it is happening it's a ginormous pop yeah, because you can always tell when it's a fake out and what is actually happening. Because when it's a fake out, they like walk to the ring with it and they like like the cash in. It takes like forever, but when but when it, they're cashing in, they cash in like they they charge down to that ring. They sprint down. They're like ref here, cashing in. Do it, do it. And they're like they're like trying to rush them. They're like, come on, start the match, start the match, ring the bell. The the excitement is there. Yeah, it's it's such a cool it's such a cool feeling. Yes, that is we've lost two opportunities of that. With Braun and Baron. It's weird calling him just Baron. Constable. Also, I, I hate when faces, I hate when people win it and they're like, I'm cashing it in next week. Like, that's so stupid. Stop. John. Yeah, like, stop giving me a heads up was when you're going to cash it in. Like, I get you don't want to be that guy, but, like, come on. It's what not nearly as fun. <laughs> okay, well, that is all for our, our, our Hell in a Cell actual real... Uh, uh, review of the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. When we come back, we will book our Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. The card that we have set up, we'll figure out the card list, and we'll figure out the results of each and every one of those matches. So please stay tuned, and when we come back, we'll pit- book our Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. We'll see you when we come back. And we are back. This is Hit the Books, and this is our Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Thank you all. I should thank you all for listening to this episode on this special Sunday episode of Hit the Books. I'm Ryan Knightsey. I'm here with Mikey Manfredi, and we are going to book uh, our Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. We have our card not set up yet. we got to figure out our card over, Mikey. 
um, but we still have to uh, uh, do a lot of things here. So let's 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 start let's start hitting those hellish books, Mikey. Let us hit the books. Yeah, let's do it. Let's hit them. Let's gosh dang do it. Um, we have a lot of things happening. Oh yeah. Let's just let's just give you give us that recap of the go home episode real quick. Uh, we got that show opener. Dan Bryan comes out, talks about how much the Miz is making a mockery of professional wrestling. Uh, with his his what Dan Bryan believes to be a fake injury, he's making fun of Matt Hardy's retirement. He's faking injury. He's turning Mike Kanellis into a coward. The Miz then comes up on the Titantron, talks about how he's not he not making a mockery a coward out of Mike Kanellis. Instead, he is making him a superstar. Dan Bryan asks why he, the Miz doesn't come out and prove it. The Miz says he just might, but instead Mike Kanellis comes out and attacks Bryan from behind. Bryan then gets the upper hand, shoots Kanellis away. And Brian, I guess, stands tall here. On excitement and booking, both receive three out of four. So, met those expectations, I guess. Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. Finn wins via disqualification with Nakamura, Shinsuke Nakamura, the United States champion, coming out as Finn Balor's on the top rope, going for his finishing move, the coup de gras. Shinsuke Nakamura comes out of nowhere and low blows him, allowing Balor to, I guess, pick up the win here. Um... And Shinsuke uh, then leaves the arena. Excitement gets a 2.5 out of 4. Booking gets a 3 out of 4. So we did a good job of booking for that match. Cool. But people were not as excited to see a Bray Wyatt match, which is I, I, they're somewhat excited, kind of not really excited. So it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, it's Bray Wyatt. He is by himself. And he is. there's nothing really exciting happening with Bray Wyatt, especially right now. Yeah. Um. What I do like about our Finn Balor storyline is that every single match he's had besides Shinsuke has been someone, someone different. It's been Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt versus Mojo Raleigh versus Sin Cara. That's neat. Is, yeah, I, that is a fun fun little excitement part about that, that I have. Backstage segment, we see our general manager, Paige, on the phone asking some sort of mystery person, asking for some help managing SmackDown Live um, because there's a lot of chaos happening <laughs> on SmackDown. Um, then, funny enough, Rusev comes in. He's looking for Aiden English. Can't find Rusev. I uh, sorry, can't find Aiden English. Paige, obviously flustered because there's more chaos happening. Not sure what to do. Not sure where Aiden English is. Rusev then leaves. Next walks in Becky into Paige's office. Becky says that she should be in the match at Hell in a Cell. Paige agrees, but has to be fair. Uh, so she's only dealing with a bunch of nonsense of the heavyweight title picture. So you can't just throw people into matches. She doesn't want to. Uh, But if Becky can beat Flair, Charlotte Flair, tonight in their match, Becky Lynch will be the special guest referee at Hell in a Cell. Um, This booking got a four out of four. So so people love this. Uh, Next up, the Colognes versus the Bludgeon Brothers. During the Bludgeon Brothers' entrance, the bar of Sheamus and Cesaro, the bar tag team, jump the barricade and attack the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, GM, Page, and security have to rush down to the ring to break up everyone. So the match does not happen. The clones, yet again, do not have a match. Excitement being 2.5, booking getting a 3 out of 4. Next up, backstage segment, Rusev, still searching for Aiden English. He finds Bray Wyatt in the locker room, I guess, showering down, or post-shower down from his match with Finn Balor. Uh, (laughs) He finds Bray Wyatt in the shower. (laughs) All, oh god again wet dreads is not a picture i want to have i'd rather have sexy luigi in my head than 
wet dread. Oh, you brought it back. I was just <laughs> forgetting about it. <laughs> um, uh, Rusev asked Bray Wyatt where if he's seen Aiden English. Wyatt says no. Suddenly, the locker room lights begin to flicker, causing Rusev to sort of like uh, nervously scared leave. Bray Wyatt, however, cut back to him. He's confused. He doesn't know why the lights were flickering there. That was an interesting thing that happened to him. The booking on this gets a 2.5 out of 4. Next up, Nia Jax with Bailey as a manager sort of person. With versus Liv Morgan with their friend Sarah Logan the, uh, on the side. Sarah Logan, near the end of the match, tries to distract Nia Jax. Bailey stops Sarah Logan. Liv Morgan goes for the roll-up, almost mimicking the finish of the Sarah Logan-Bailey match up here. Instead, Nia Jax, um, being the powerhouse that she is, rolls through, lifts Liv Morgan up into the air, and brings her back down via Samoan drop and pins Morgan 1-2-3. Excitement gets a 2 out of 4. Booking gets a 3 out of 4. So this was well-booked, which is good. I believe this is our first 3 out of 4 for the Nia Jax Bear Huggers versus uh, country club feud we have going on here. The bear huggers so are getting over finally. <laughs> we're we're doing something there. Backstage segment again. Rusev he finds and hears Aiden English doing vocal warmups, followed by a guitar strum, a very interesting guitar strum that we've all heard before. Rusev knocks on the door. Aiden English answers. Rusev tells Aiden English he's been looking for him all day, and he has he has a matchup next, and needs Aiden English to do the the voiceover, the opener. Aiden English says, of course. Uh, Rusev sort of, as they're walking away, Rusev questions what English was doing back there. And he's just like, I was just warming up. I was just warming up, Rusev. Don't worry about it. Uh, Rusev doesn't have time to worry about it because next up, immediately, he has a match versus Killian Dane. I should say that backstage segment got a three out of four. But this match of Rusev versus Killian Dane, excitement three out of four, booking three out of four. Rusev sets himself up for the Machka kick. Then what does he hear? That same guitar strum. Elias comes out, distracting Rusev. Um, Elias comes out. He sings about how much he hates the crowd and how much Rusev sucks. Very simple promo song. Killing Dane uh, uses this distraction for his advantage, hits the Ulster Plantation, mm-hmm. hits his finisher, and wins the you match. You said it again. <laughs> what? Ulster Plantation? I hate that name so much. Well, I don't know why. It's oh, really it's just it's not really good. tough it's when just, it's like I guess it's really tough when the other name for it is a one winged angel, which which is just a beautiful name. That is true. It's a tough one. Um, finally, in our main event, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. If Becky Lynch wins, she becomes a special guest referee at Helen Cell, and we also have the champion Carmella on commentary during this match. Mm-hmm. Finish of this match being. Flair goes for a moonsault, misses. Becky Lynch grabs her, does a Bexploder, uh, a, a suplex into the corner, where the, into the turnbuckles, and pins Flair one, two, three. Following the match, Carmella attacks Becky. Don't know why she attacks Becky, but she attacks Becky. Uh, Flair then comes to Becky's aid, attacks Carmella. Uh, Becky's able to get free. So there's a, a definitely a weird sort of tension here. Car- Charlotte did come to Becky's aid here. Um, Becky leaves. Flair stands tall. Carmella is is hurt, I guess, beaten down going into the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. This match gets a 4 out of 4 in excitement and a 4 out of 4 in booking. Bang, bang. Perfect. <laughs> Cactus Jack <laughs> with pepper spray in his eyes. Fang bang bangs his way. 
uh, into a four to four in both excitement and booking. So we nailed it on that one. Yeah. Right? We did it good. We really the build the build to this match was beautiful. We did it good. So this is this is arguably um, one of our hottest feuds going into the show. Um, speaking of which, into the show, Headless Hell pay-per-view, let's, let's figure out this show order. We have our card here. Um, we have a card here that we have to figure out and figure out our order to see what we're going to do, how we're going to build this card. We have seven matches, um, one of which, one of which will be the pre-show match. I think we're fairly certain which one that's going to be. Yeah. Um, it's going to be AJ Styles. <laughs> it's going to be the Fatal 4-Way. <laughs> Excuse me, the fatal four way. Um, um, yes, but let us. I have what I also have done is I've gone over um, all of our excitement polls that the audience that you have have selected uh, on our Twitter at Hit the Books Pod. Uh, all we have gone through all those excitement polls and tallied an average, a sort of like our of excitement build into this Hell in a Cell match. So. Uh, I, what I can do, Mikey, is I can go down from least excited to most excited, and maybe that way we can get an idea of a card, uh, or maybe a baseline for a card, and maybe then we can move some stuff around. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, well, first up, our least excitement, which is sad to say, but our, one of our least excited matches well, is the Country Club versus the Bear Huggers, with a 2.1 out of 4 for excitement. Bummer. It is a bummer, but that 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 is one one of our matches. Um, second matchup that we ha- possibly can have will be uh, Daniel Bryan versus Mike Kanellis. Excitement getting a two point seven out of four. So not, not 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 that much more excitement coming into it. No, I'm disappointed. It's now to three. I mean, yeah. it is Mike Kanellis. No offense to Mike Kanellis, but it's not a Dan Bryan Miz match. But I'm disappointed yeah. it's down to three here. Maybe we can do something out of the booking to, to compensate for that. Uh-huh. Um, next up, we could possibly do again. This is in no particular order, besides excitement least to most. So we can figure out some sort of card based off of this, maybe. Um, next up, we have the Bludgeon Brothers versus the Bar SmackDown Live Tag Team Championship and a Hell in a Cell match. Excitement being a two point nine out of four. Getting to that three. Getting to that three. Speaking of which, next up is a three on excitement on the excitement lever, whatever it's called, excitometer. There it is. Gotcha. Rusev versus Elias. Ooh, yeah, it's interesting that Rusev versus Elias. That feud has more excitement than Bludgeon Brothers or Dan Bryan or whatever. Interesting. It's very interesting. Very interesting. Um, next up, we could do the United States Championship match. Finn Balor versus Shinsuke Nakamura, getting a 3.2 out of 4 on the Excitrometer. Ooh, people are hype about this, huh? People are getting hype about it. Um, next up, Carmella versus Charlotte Flair, SmackDown Live Women's Championship match, where the special guest referee is none other than one Becky Lynch. This match getting a 3.3 on the Excitrometer. Hmm, not bad. Out of 4. Out of 4 Excitros, this gets 3.3. 4 Excitros? Whoa. Yeah. Which is, by the way, Excitro is a long lost uh, show name from WCW. Really? Yeah. Uh, there is there is Thunder. There is Nitro. Uh, and there is Excitro. Excitro. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, 
And finally, uh, our most excited matchup, our most excited build to this pay-per-view is the Fatal 4-Way World Heavyweight title match and Hell in a Cell match. Styles, Rollins, Owens, and McIntyre getting a 3.5 out of 4 on the Excitrometer. Nice, nice. So, yes, that is our, our Excitrometer card, I guess you could say. But we have to actually book the show order of this Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. So, Mikey... I got obvious some pitches right off the bat. Pre-show, Country Club versus Bear Huggers. Uh, yeah. I think that's sadly fair to say. I yeah. wish, I wish it was not the case, but it is. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I but also even if you don't look at the excitement, I would also say that this match would be the pre-show compared to other matches. Yeah. Um. Uh, but I am happy to have them on the show. Uh, and then I think it's also fair to say match number six, the final match, is the uh, Fatal 4-Way match. I agree. Um, AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens versus Drew McIntyre. Hell yeah. So yes, that is that match. Um, besides that, My- Mikey, we got a, a, a bunch of more co- matches here. Where do you want to place these matches? What do you want to place on this card? Talk to me. Okay, um, I think the Carmella Flair match could be, with the special guest ref, could be four or five. Okay, we have we have six matches on our actual Hell in a Cell, Hell in a Cell card, compared to our usual five. We could have, oh, we could do, we could do the one Hell in a Cell match in the beginning and one at the end to do like that, that solid hype meter of Hell in a Cell matches. We can have the Bludgeon Brothers versus the Bar open us up. Yeah. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. So we got our match number one opener will be the Bludgeon Brothers defending their SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships versus the Bar in a Hell in a Cell match. The B versus the BBs. The BBs and the Bs. <laughs> okay. What else we got here? We got Brian Canellis. Brian Canellis is a, is my plumber. Uh, uh, Dan Bryan versus Mike Canellis. Flair versus Carmella. Rusev versus Elias. And Balor versus Nakamura. Okay. Uh, I think Balor Nakamura could be a good midpoint. Okay. So maybe match three? Yeah. Separate our title matches a little bit. Yes. I, I That's a good point. Yeah. We're going to have to put one next to something. I Yeah. That's fine. Mm. Where are you thinking? What are you thinking? I'm thinking Brian Canellis could be match two. Mm-hmm. I'm, maybe Rusev Elias match five. Yeah, and then Carmella Flair match four. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think that all works. I think that all gosh dang works. Also, I love how Rusev and Elias are just the battle of one names. Um. <laughs> uh, okay. Well then. Um, if that is the case, Mikey, um, I can never, uh, can I just say, I can never spell Charlotte Flair. (laughs) (laughs) Charlotte is such a hard name to spell. I'm sorry if your name is Charlotte. (laughs) It's just, I have a tough time spelling it. Just, just start making it CF. (laughs) I might. Um, okay. God dang it. Okay. So, um, (laughs) You actually wrote Dead Brian this time. 
Yeah, it's Dan Bryan. His name's Dan Bryan. Dan Bryan. Dan Bryan, yum. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that came to my head. Um, Hi, I'm Dan. I'm Dan Bryan. I work at Best Buy. <laughs> my favorite thing. My favorite thing <laughs> is Dan Bryan. I work at Best. You need Buy. help. You need help finding something today. I'm good, actually. Thank you, though. <laughs> I'm just looking. I'm just. I'm just looking. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. Well, then, Mikey, do you want to run down this card for me, or for the for the audience? I guess. So our Hell in a Cell card right now looks like pre-show. We got Country Club versus the Bear Huggers. Match numero uno is Bludgeon Brothers versus the Bar. Match number two, Dan Bryan versus Mike Kanellis. Match number three is Finn Balor versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the U.S. title. Oh, sorry. Uh, match one is Bludgeon Brothers versus Bar for the titles. Hell in a Cell. Yes. Uh, match three is Finn Balor Shinsuke Nakamura in a normal match for the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. Uh, match number four, we have Carmella versus Charlotte uh, with special guest ref Becky Lynch for the SmackDown Live women's title. Match number five, we got Rusev versus Elias in a Who Gets Aiden English match. Aiden <laughs> English uh, in a pole match? <laughs> I wish. Why, man? What a dream. I We really wish we could do the shark cage. Uh, match number six, we have, of course, the WWE World Heavyweight Championship match of AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. Versus Kevin Owens versus Drew McIntyre inside Hell in a Cell. What a beautiful match that will be. I agree. I'm very excited for it. I wish it was a real match because I want to see it. Well, yeah. Then, well, they don't want to steal all of our ideas, WWE. That's true. They don't want to steal every single one idea that we have at our disposal. Uh, once WWE 2K19 comes out. Oh, I've already played this match in WWE 2K18. <laughs> How did that go? Uh, I well, I played as Styles, and I'm amazing at the game, so I just obviously <laughs> won. Oh, I was just gonna let four computers go at it and have them decide. No, I want to play these matches. I believe I played as all four of them at one point. Um, <laughs> that's fine. You just did the match four times as each each is a different. Yeah, essentially. What it was weird Incredible. because it, because I I know I know I remember what I did. I I played the match like two times or three times with AJ Styles for whatever reason. Uh, and every single time, it would always start off with like Seth Rollins throwing Kevin Owens to the outside. And I was like, "What is like? What are you always every single time you're doing this? What what is your beef?" I was like, "What is your beef?" <laughs> okay, well, let us go down this card and figure out some results of our show. I'm happy with this card order. It may or may not change depending on our results. I don't know if it probably will or will. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But let's figure out some 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 decisions here pre-show the country club of Liv morgan and sarah logan versus the bear huggers being uh nia Jax and bailey um mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on a winner of this match i think the the i think it'd be neat if the country club won this match interesting country interesting. club gets a victory over the bear huggers Interesting. The Country Club gets a, uh, a victory. Well, when we had an actual tag match, who won that? The Bear Huggers. Was it the Bear Huggers? I think so. I'm going back. Because I think the Bear Huggers won, and then Bailey lost, and then Nia Jax won. Yes. Yes. That is correct. That is correct. So 50 50 booking would dictate that Country Club should win this match. Sort of an, I guess, sort of an upset victory. Would it be? I, I would say so. I mean, no one. Re- I feel like no one really expected them to beat Nia Jax. 
Yeah. Uh, how how does this match? How does the finish happen? I think Bailey. Te- I think Bailey eats the pin. Ooh, Bailey eats the pin. Okay. Here's why. I'm thinking since people aren't really liking the bear huggers that much, maybe we could have it so whenever they lose, it's kind of like Bailey's fault, and Nia Jackson start being like, "You're the weak link here, not me." And like the little little uh, tension in the bear huggers there, which is very interesting, because uh, Bailey very very first episode or first, I guess our second episode, but the first time that we introduced this storyline, Bailey beat Nia Jax. Yeah, since the tag team started, only Bailey have really lost. Who pins Bailey? Uh, Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan this time. Yeah, Sarah Logan pinned her before, so this one being Liv Morgan, sort of I guess. Kind of makes sense. It could be Sarah Logan again, but I, th- I think Liv, Bor- Liv Morgan might make more sense. Any trickery or anything that happens, or just a straight up loss? Um, I think there's uh, maybe at one point Bailey tags herself in when Nia didn't want her to, and that kind of they kind of start arguing a little bit. Well, I don't know if we should do that because that feels like that might be like more. Yeah, no, yeah, maybe not. That that seems dumb. I don't know what sort of trickery can go on here. Maybe, maybe. just a straight the... loss. I mean that that would be more upset worthy and more storyline of the idea of like we want to eventually break up the bear huggers maybe mm-hmm. this idea of like a, a definitive loss could work so Liv morgan pins bailey for the win country club win the first matchup okay second match our hell in a cell match smackdown live tag team title match the bludgeon brothers versus the bar Oh gosh, what happens in this match? Probably a lot. <laughs> Probably a lot of destruction and decimation. Absolutely. Um, unfortunately, they can't break the cell because we have a match later that we need it for. Yep. <laughs> but if they could, we would make that happen probably. Yep. Um. So we have to have a match that happens completely in the cell. I mean, it's going to be mm-hmm. brutal no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's weapons galore, I assume. There's bludgeonings and uh tables and bladders and chairs and kendo sticks there's definitely tables i think the fact that we had a table match that's how the bar won this i think there's definitely tables involved in some capacity (laughs) the bar is the new dudley's (laughs) cesaro get that table um um there's definitely gonna be tables involved in some sort of cosmic storyline way is there any, is there any spots in your head that you can imagine? I'm thinking I'm thinking we set up Seamus and Cesaro on a table in the corner. Harper throws Rowan into that t- into that mess and puts them both through the table. Yeah, and just dest- just like sandwich and destroys the two of them. Ooh, that's cool. Okay, do you have one? Do you got a spot? Yes, actually, I have one. I have one spot in mind. Um, they can be like they have like a big ladder set up in the middle, and like Seamus can like drag one of the Bludgeon Brothers up there, and like toss him off into a waiting Cesaro for like a huge just like uppercut. Oh Jesus! Tosses Harper into and, that into into like Cesaro and just like wham, as he's coming down off the ladder. God damn! Just destroys. Yeah. 
and maybe like Harper could have a chair and like going to hit Sheamus and he turns around and he Sheamus bro kicks the chair into his face. Yeah, I mean this is this is like a big hoss like destructive matchup. Yeah, this is a big boy. This is a big boy fight. Is how we want to set up this match. Mm-hmm. Um, who wins? I want the bar to win. I think. I do kind of want the bar to win as well. The, anyone, anyone can make sense. Okay, well, if the bar wins, mm-hmm. then we're setting up a program of the bar versus the Bludgeon Brothers for however long we do that for, possibly, or maybe it's just we have the rematch at SmackDown Live or whatever. Do the rematch on SmackDown, the bar wins, and then we just go and move on. Yeah, the, the an easy get out of it, or the Bludgeon Brothers win. I mean, I kind of part of me wants the bar to win simply because. Um, they won first the whole tournament ver- with a tables match in a tables match. Also, we had a tournament um, like the Money in the Bank match we were talking about earlier, the Royal Rumble match we were talking about or- earlier. I'm not a huge fan of like when those things happen, and then the, just the people don't win, like like the Rusev Day New Day at match at at Hell in a Cell is like there was a tur- tournament to decide the number one contender, and then you just lose, and then that's it. Yeah. I mean that was setting up like kind of a different storyline though. Yes. True. But still. It it was this thing of like I guess, I guess that's true. If it if it serves the storyline then I guess it serves. Cuz it ser- it was serving the storyline that like Rusev thinks Aiden is holding him back or whatever, you know. Yes. Okay, so what are we thinking? Bludgeon Brothers versus the Bar. Who let's think if the Bludgeon Brothers win then we have any sort of match with the Bludgeon Brothers. We also need. We also really want to switch the bar to uh, faces, which I think we could do with this title win. You know, I think yeah, if, they, if they beat the big, Is if they way... beat the big bad Bludgeons, then I think we they the the big bad Bludgeon Brothers, the big bad Bludgeon Brothers, the B the BBBs, the BBBs, the BBBs. The babies, the babies. <laughs> um, I think it's a good way to start setting them up for a face turn if they beat the Bludgeon Brothers. You know. Yeah, I mean, we're really gonna have to. Is there a spot that is really face oriented that we could do here? Like what? I don't know. Uh, there's not really spots that that could probably happen. Not in a Hell in a Cell match. I think a Hell in a Cell match even turns the faces into kind of heels. You know. Because they got they got to get brut they got to get brutal. Okay, well then let's just then it's a clean win here, of the bar. Yeah. Okay. Okay then the bar. New ta- new SmackDown Live Tag Team Champions. New SmackDown Live Tag Team Champions. The bar. The bar. They don't set the bar. They are the SmackDown Live Tag Team Champions. <laughs> <laughs> really cut, caught you off guard they on that one. They don't just set the SmackDown Live Tag, tag Team Championships. They are the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships. Okay. And we will do our best to maybe confirm a facer, face turn sort of thing. What's the finish here? Who pins whom? What sort of happens? Um, I think we get uh, a big spot to finish it, obviously. Um, maybe that, maybe like that, that ladder spot or uh, another table spot or something like that. Or the bro kick with the chair to the face. Who pins whom? Do they... Let's say... 
white noise to the table on the outside, Seamus puts Harper through a table. Harper's out, so we're pinning Rowan. Yeah, like Seamus and Harper are just down because that took a lot. Like that took a lot out of both of them. Yes, so that means we have Cesaro versus Rowan. How does Cesaro pick up the victory? I think. Oh, I think whatever the finish is, I'm seeing Cesaro do a giant swing on Rowan. Ooh, giant swing! If you're looking at if you're looking at feats of strength, ooh, what if he? What if they have? Okay, okay, I have an idea. What if there's the stairs are inside the ring, like the big steel steps? Yes. And Cesaro starts swinging Rowan around while slowly making his way toward the stairs, and then just wham! Jesus Christ. Swings him and throw it just into the stairs. Oh my god. And then picks him up, neutralizer. On the stairs again. Onto the stairs again, if possible. Or off the stairs. Off the stairs. Oh my god. Neutralizer off the stairs, and he picks up the victory. We want Cesaro looks strong. Like he does a swing and then a neutralizer. Cesaro's been picking up a lot of the victories for the bar recently, huh? Has he? I think so. He Cesaro pinned Hardy and on their very opening matchup, and then Sheamus pinned Rhino on the next matchup. Oh, okay. So he's getting even. We're, we're good. getting even. We're good. We're good. Okay. Yeah, we're fine. Uh we're totally fine. Uh we're totally, totally, totally fine. Okay, through the out. Yeah, so neutralizer hits, off the stairs. Sheamus hits a, a a rolling uh, white noise. That's the right. I'm thinking of the right one. White noise is the one he has on the shoulders in a fireman carry position, then rolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Cesaro giant swings Rowan into the stairs. Uh, then uh, neutralizer, or however the hell you spell that, off of the stairs to pick up the victory. Jesus Christ! What an insane, insane spot. What a brutal yeah. match this is. Okay, next because up. Because they don't just set the bar. They are the SmackDown Live they Tag are. Team Champions. <laughs> Joke's so nice to use it twice. <laughs> Dan Bryan versus Mike Kanellis. Interesting, huh? What do we do here? I don't know. Um, My my gut says Mike Kanellis. That, that's, what, that's what my immediate thought was, too, was Mike Kanellis picking up the win. Why is that, though? Ooh, I have an idea. Okay. Miz is definitely ringside cast, right? Like, he's, yeah. like, in a wheelchair ringside? Yes. Uh, what if at one point Daniel Bryan is, like, on the ropes? Like, like he just kicked out or something, and he's, like, leaning on the ropes? And Canellis is, like, yelling. At, and then we see the Miz get up, just yes. pummel Bryan, like, out of his wheel. Like, he just stands up, like, just fine. Yes, and he like kicks him. Oh, he kicks him with the cat with the foot with the cast on it. I wasn't gonna say kick it. I'm gonna say he takes off. Well, I don't know if he's in a cast. He's in a boot. He takes off the boot and hits him with it. Oh, I was gonna say he just kicks him with the foot with with the boot. <laughs> uh, either way, both work. And while Ma- Mike Matt Mike Canellis is distracting the referee, just, Miz just gets up and uses uses the boot in some fashion to knock to nice. knock out Daniel Bryan. Yes. Can- he throws Canellis into the ring. Mike Canellis pins him or does a finisher first or I guess finisher first. He picks him up for the power of love. Yeah, like maybe Brian could be like getting up 
like standing up, and then Miz stands up and just hits him with the boot, and then Brock's like, "Oh, I get f- like into my Canellis." Uh, he throws him back inside. Uh, the 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 Mike Canellis hits him with the power of love and one two three pin. Yep. Okay. Okay. God, I'm love that because now and, now- then, and then the Miz and Mike Canellis walk out like actually like Miz like just walks by. Oh, I think I was gonna say he they they run out. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> the Miz runs out he's just like fucking celebrating that his his men the miss is, he he's like jumping up and down yeah yeah he's jumping up and down and celebrating he's really playing it up that he's not hurt at all yeah oh my god what an asshole i hate that guy <laughs> oh my god well so what is it what does that where does that take us in this storyline and then cory graves is like this is brilliant of course <laughs> what a something. brilliant use what a brilliant ruse well, this this is very interesting where this possibly takes us, um, because now we have two wrestle being able to wrestle people. First, it was just Mike Canales, and now the Miz can wrestle. Yeah. Now, now the Miz is clearly not actually hurt. <laughs> yes. Now that means the Miz can finally wrestle in a fucking yeah. show. Yeah. Woo. Um, but that might mean that Dan Bryan needs some help. Mm-hmm. Dan Bryan might need a might need a hand. He needs a partner to take on the both of them. In what capacity that may be, I have no clue. We'll save that for next week. <laughs> I do have one idea. I'm saving it though. Okay, do that. Hold that. Cherish that. Please subscribe to our show just to save for that <laughs> idea. I've I've been holding on to this for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. Next up. So, okay, so Mike Canales wins this I matchup. have something I've been holding on to for three weeks, too, right here, and I'm very excited for it. Okay, well, okay. Well, then, uh, next up, Finn Balor versus Shinsuke Nakamura in the United States Championship match. First up, Mikey, I have to ask the initial question. Demon or no demon? No, no way. Not yet. No way. I agree. Not I yet. completely agree. No way. No, I don't think there's no. there's definitely no demon. There's definitely no demon here. It's just good old smiley Finn Balor. I it's good old Balor Club. leather boy, good old leather, good old leather jacket boy. Yes, leather jacket abs man. Okay, well, what happens in this match? So what happens in this match is I have no idea. <laughs> um, Do you have an idea of who wins? Um, I think Shinsuke wins. I agree. Okay. I also agree. I also very much agree. Shinsuke takes it home. Um, because. If we want to keep this feud going, we can set up for the demon at some point later. Also, very much agree. So I think Shin- Shinsuke wins this one. Yes, not to, not to set up for down the road, but of course, our next pay per view following Hell in a Cell will be Survivor Series. Yep, a big four. No, right? It's Super Showdown. Come on, we're not doing showdowns here. We're not doing Crown Jewels, Showdown, Greatest Royal Rumbles. We're not doing any of that any of that excess stuff. We're we're back in 2016 where SmackDown was awesome. <laughs> God, that was 2016. Jesus, oh, so long ago. <laughs> okay, okay. So Shinsuke wins this match. No demon. How 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 does this finish happen? Kinshasa. It should, is interesting because the first this would be this is Nakamura Balor two essentially. Yeah. And Nakamura lost the first match because he went for low blow and Balor reversed it. Mm-hmm. 
So what happens, knowing that, what happens in this one? What if it's low blow, but then um, Shinsuke reverses the reversal <laughs> into a Kinshasa? Like, he, like, into a setup for a Kinshasa. You know, like, he, like, like Balor flips him over and he tries to do, like, the, the whatever it was. A bunch of different, it was three different numbers that I can't remember right now. 1916? That's I the believe. one. Four different numbers. <laughs> 1916. Or Balor sets up for, like, a sling blade or something. And Shinsuke, like, gets the reversal and knocks him and knocks him over and hits him with an elbow or a clothesline or something. And then Balor is set up for the, the Kinshasa. And blammo, Kinshasa. He came over and Balor reverses. Nakamura reverses his 1916 into a Kinshasa. Um, allowing, is that is that the complete finish? Yeah, I think so. How do you spell Kinshasa? Kinshasa. Uh, that's good enough. Um, uh, yeah, and then Nakamura yeah. wins. And the United States with Nakamura stands tall. Nakamura stands tall, indeed. It does indeed stand tall. Uh, next up is Carmella versus Charlotte Flair with special guest referee Becky Lynch in a SmackDown Live Women's Championship match. Does Charlotte win here? Huh. I do not know. I think Charlotte. Sh- I think Charlotte should win. Who wins? And does Becky call it down the middle? That's the problem. Is uh, how does uh, Becky call this? The the fact that <laughs> I like how we fixed this our situation of the women's title scene with having Becky as the referee, but then we're here. And we, and we're like, we immediately ruined it again. <laughs> we're being like, okay, how the hell do we do this? How the hell does any of this make sense? I think Charlotte wins. So we can set up Charlotte Becky again. Or like Charlotte Becky for the title. Okay. Like we want. Like the whole world wants. Yes. (laughs) Over and over again forever. Um, Yes. So I think Charlotte has to win here. Get that title off Carmella. Can Becky Mick Foley a victory here? What do you mean? Like, can Becky somehow, as the referee, make herself win? <laughs> Becky pin like Becky like pins Carmella and like counts one two three for herself. If Becky does a disarmor on Carmella and Carmella taps, what happens? What if Becky does a Carmella? What if Becky does a disarm her on Carmella and then Becky grabs Carmella's hand and taps it for her? Interesting. No, but Carmella would probably tap immediately to the disarmor anyway, so she probably wouldn't even need to do that. <laughs> Becky's like, ring the bell, and walks out with the title. Yeah. How the hell does this match happen? I think I think there's a few points where Becky tries to screw... I don't want to... Because the thing is, I don't want her to screw over Charlotte, because then that would mean she's on Carmella's side, but that wouldn't make sense either. Because <laughs> she hates them both anyway. She believes she can beat both of them. Exactly. She hates them both anyway, so she wouldn't really call it on any one side, I feel like. She... I think there's a lot of moments where Charlotte goes to pin Carmella, mm-hmm. and just Becky just doesn't go for that. Be- no, be- Becky does like that. One. Two. <laughs> like, really slow count. Yeah. Just really slow counts. Just really like fucking like, just like doesn't bother 
And there's a point where Carmella pins Charlotte. It's like, one, two, and Charlotte kicks out really quickly. <laughs> yeah, what is what is Becky's mindset going to this match? What does Becky want as an outcome? She wants the title. Yes, it is interesting. She wants the title. So how does she get the title? She can't get the title because she's the guest referee. But what is the best option for her? To, the best option, arguably, is Char- is Carmella retaining. Yeah. Best option is Carmella retaining. But I think um, we could have, like, a Charlotte Charlotte Flair beats the odds moment. Yeah. Like, even though Becky's slow counting, it's still, like, she still gets the, the three count or, like, the tap out or whatever with the, the figure eight. That is the only way. That is interesting. She can pin Carmella, and Becky won't allow her to pin her for three. Yeah, like like she gets she does like the whole oh there was something in my eye sorry like she was about to get to three. Yes, but the only way for Charlotte to win is through tap out, basically. Like that's the, like literally like if Carmella starts tapping out, that's the end of the match. Becky doesn't have to do anything. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, that that th- now that I know that that helps out a lot. Yeah. So I think uh, Charlotte seeing. That she obviously won't be able to get the pin here. Because Becky Lynch wants to just win the title and she knows Carmella is her easiest target. She puts she puts Carmella in the figure eight and Carmella taps out and Becky can't really be like, Well, uh she didn't. Like, you know, like there's no way for Becky to like dispute that. Like Carmella is tapping out, you know. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. So ding ding ding. Charlotte Flair's your winner. New SmackDown Live Women's Champion. Wow. Even even with even with Becky fighting against her every way she could, you know. Wow, two new champions on this pay per view. Yeah. Uh, with Becky constantly trying to uh, stop, stop whatever uh, to pin or whatever. Yeah, could even set up uh, that that could set up more of an animosity between Becky and Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Charlotte being like, even though you tried to stand in my way, even though. You tried to make me lose any way you can. I still came out on top. I'm still the best. I'm still the queen. And now I have the title to prove it. You're telling me Carmel that Charlotte won't be the heel. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying that. <laughs> okay, Road Dog. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we also need to to have that Survivor Series match of Becky versus Charlotte. We also need to have a rematch clause here. Currently, Charlotte is the face, though, and I think her getting the odds win after a Shinsuke heel victory is a nice, uh, well, not really a heel, well, he didn't really win in a heel way, but the heel still won. Yeah, no, I know yeah, what you mean. So, I think Charlotte Flair getting a, getting the title, good, like, face victory for the people, and it's a good setup at the Charlotte versus Becky forever. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Uh, okay, next up is Rusev versus Elias. Okay. Okay. I've been think I have been thinking about this for very long. I know you have. I know you have. Rusev needs to win here. Okay. Interesting. Rusev needs Rusev, to win here. Rusev needs to beat Elias. Okay. Okay, why is that? So I think that he's like he he thinks he finally like, like, he's like, I beat him, I did it, uh, I won, like, I basically won Aiden, the Aiden out of Paul match, um, and 
I and I finally got rid of this pest who's been like bothering me and interfering with my matches and stuff like that and telling me I suck. Um, yeah. And also, I think Aiden has a little victory song for Rusev. Ooh. I have it written right here, if you don't mind. Wait, you have a song written out? <laughs> I have. I yeah. I wrote a whole Aiden victory song for Rusev winning. Oh my god. My the smile on my face is real. I'm so excited. I know this. You had a you have a Rusev song or a, yeah. an English Rusev song. Okay, so I have it right here. Okay, so hold on. First off, Rusev. How does this match end? Rusev hits uh, Machka kick on uh, no, uh, not Machka kick. It um, accolade. Yes, accolade on your boy Elias. Okay, okay, Rusev. Sim- Submits Elias via the accolade. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then Aiden is like, give me a mic, give me a mic. And he was like, Rusev, I, I, got, I got a song for you. I knew He was like, since I knew you were going to win, I wrote a song for you. Of course. So Aiden, hold on, let me get into character here. I'm so excited for this. This is amazing. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> San Antonio, it's me, the Shakespeare of song, here to sing you a story, so follow along. At Hell in a Cell, the battle was won, cause this man right here, he can't be undone. The Bul- the Lion of Bulgaria totally crushed his prey. However, today shall be a very tragic Rusev day. And then Elias smashes him with, Elias smashes Rusev with a guitar. Oh my! <laughs> Bravo, Mikey! Oh my fucking god! Like while Aiden is holding that last note, just Elias sneaks up behind him and just wham! Oh my god, Mikey! And Eli- Elias and English walk out together. Wow! Bravo, Mikey! Thank you. Thank that you. was. I've been saving that for so long. That was beautiful. Oh my! I actually, I actually listened to a bunch of Aiden English intros and figured out how he like did the rhyming scheme for some of them, so I can write a like write it like in an accurate way. I guess. Oh my god, that was beautiful. That was so good. I loved that. That was awesome. I cannot have more comments. That was so so cool. <laughs> That was so good. That was very good. Uh, I like that you called it, you got the Lion of Bulgaria line in there too. Yeah, I had it as the Bulgarian brood originally, but then I forgot he started calling them the Lion of Bulgaria instead. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess that's more face face uh, yeah, yeah. terminology. This isn't such a tragic. This will be a tragic Rusev day. And while he's holding that last note, just Elias with a guitar, just Rusev. Wow. Wow. Wow, amazing. And then Elias and English walk out together. Amazing. What a what a finish to that story. Oh my gosh. Well, that's awesome. I don't know where to go from here. Um that was really good, Mikey. That was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Um okay, Rusev wins, but at what cost? Um um with with an amazing song. What did it Mikey. cost him? Everything. It cost him everything. <laughs> Um, if a new, and again, similarly to the Dan Bryan, Mike Canellis and the Miz situation, it's now two V one. Mm-hmm. Um, Rusev's going to have to find some partner. 
I have an idea. Now we have our singing. We have our singing tag team. We did it. We now have a singing tag team. We did it. Oh my god, it's amazing. We have our singing duo. This is beautiful. One thing I do like about this breakup more than I like about uh, the Aiden English Rusev breakup on SmackDown last week mm-hmm. uh, is the fact that um, now it's just not going to be like Aiden English by himself of no one. Mm-hmm. He's not solo. It's Aiden English and Elias. Yep. It works. He He's, he's aligned with somebody else. Yes, it works. It works. Oh my god. Oh my god. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. Well then, finally, uh, to finish up uh, this card, we have our fatal four-way Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Championship. Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and AJ Styles all in the Hell in a Cell structure. That's... I don't even know how this match is going to go, dude. This is insane. Okay, well, let's think of some spots for this matchup. Mm-hmm. I had one spot that I've been hold- holding on. Please give it. Please, please tell me. Okay, well, I guess two sort of. Uh, first involves breaking the cage open. Okay. So the so they it's get our last the match of the night. So let's do that. Yeah, we can we, we can actually do that. Yes. So, um, I guess. Drew McIntyre puts Kevin Owens on his shoulders and then just, just like, just destroys him into the side of the cage wall. Mm-hmm. And it comes down. And that, the entire cage comes down. Uh, no, yeah. the, the, wall, the wall comes call, yeah, come, yeah. collapses, comes through. Mm-hmm. And it's now they get to the outside. So this is the spot I've been holding on to. Okay. I don't know what it's called. There's a name for it. Tower of Pain, Tower of Power, Tower of Terror. I think it's Tower of Pain. Tower of Pain? No, that doesn't sound right. I know what you're talking about, though. It's like with the, the power bomb and the suplex. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're all fighting outside. Standing on top of the barricade is Drew McIntyre and, let's say, Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. To make it a Tower of Pain, AJ Styles and Seth Rollins go on either side of Drew McIntyre to sort of do like a power bomb situation. Mm-hmm. As Drew McIntyre suplexes Kevin Owens... All into the announce table. That's wild. Yes. So so do so Kevin Owens and McIntyre go through the table? Yes. That's wild. Yes. The Tower of Pain through the announce table. Wait, does does McIntyre go through one table as he's throwing as he's throwing Owens through a second table, or do they both go through the same table? Uh logistically I'm not sure. <laughs> but depends on how many announce tables are set up. Either way, they're going. We're heading a Tower of Pain into the announce table. I'm in. I'm into it. I mean, it's a Tower of Pain, so for whatever reason, Styles and Rollins are just like so very tired. Yeah, and, like they're affected somehow. Maybe, they, and then they're like they go back to the ring and just, and then we get AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins for a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. I so I've had several ideas of like we get Styles. We we only have several one on ones of mm-hmm. Styles versus. Owens, McIntyre versus Rollins, yada yada, several ones. The very mm. last one should be Rollins and Styles standing tall in the ring. It's like, let's say, maybe maybe that doesn't happen immediately, but like at some point, 
Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens are back in the match. Styles and Owens throws both of them to the outside. Styles and Rollins throws both Owens and McIntyre to the outside. And they're now not facing each other. They both turn around. And we see it one-on-one, Styles versus Seth Rollins. Yep. In the ring, same time, one-on-one. We get a fuck. It's a freaking. Crowd crowd is going ballistic. Like, it's like. They both get in their. They both roll in the ring, and they're both standing in the like in the corner, just staring at each other. While like you get like the wide shot panning out, and the crowd's just going nuts. It's like the Shinsuke Nakamura AJ Styles moment at Money in the Bank. Yeah, it is that level of crowd poppage. Yeah, the the dream match is happening, sort of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they go at it, and they go at it. Uh, I don't know who gets the upper hand. I'm not sure. I if think I at first did. they just charge at each other and just start punching like at the same time. Of course, that's of course. always the hi- that's always the hypest moment for me is when they just start wailing on each other. Yeah, and then we get we get reversal after reversal after reversal. Yeah, I think there's a spot of Seth Rollins going for the curb stomp, sort of like Randy Orton of uh, the RKO, but curb stomp. Styles catches him and hits him with a Styles Clash somehow. Whew. I don't know how. I don't know. Maybe say that for later. I don't know. But there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff. Good long, good long oh, match, you should say. I just thought of a cool way to do it, but I don't know if it could work. What is it? What if? Okay, so Rollins is going for like the the curb stomp, and AJ like while he his foot is on his like back, he gets up really quick, and like that causes like uh Rollins to kind of almost like flip backwards, and AJ just catches him. Whether or not it's possible is totally up to Styles and Rollins. I have no idea if it's possible. <laughs> but if it is, do it, please. That sounds incredibly improbable that it would work, but... Yeah. Um, if it is, please do it. Yeah. But it, um, we finally get some sort of dream match situation happening here. I think mm-hmm. I don't think there I don't think there's an end. I think it's just like Drew McIntyre and Owens come in and just like it's just reverse after reversal and just it doesn't really get to a, a who is better than whom. Just yeah. at, at some point McIntyre and Owens come back in and attack both of them. Yeah. So I then asked this question, Mikey. Who wins? Does our boy H. A. Styles beat the beat the odds against him? Hoof. Okay, well, okay, let's let's think this out here. Let's think this out in terms of show-wise. We already have two title changes. Mm-hmm. The Bar and Charlotte Flair. Yeah. So maybe another one would be too much. I don't know. We currently have, if you're, okay, so we have Country Club as heels winning. We have Mike Kanellis as a heel winning. We have Shinsuke Nakamura as a heel winning. We have Rusev winning, but then the heel turned with Aiden. The bar winning, which is sort of not really heel or faces. We're not it? sure yet. Um, we got a lot of heel victories again. Well, Charlotte's f- face. Yeah, that's like Charlotte wins the bar. I was th- I was thinking like the Rusev technically wins. Um, the bar we're trying to make face, so that could go either way. And we also have Survivor Series coming up. So what's the big match at Survivor Series? Um, I think. AJ retains here. Let's go down the list. Why should Seth Rollins win, or should he win? What What's the reasoning for why he could win? Cause it's Seth down live, baby. <laughs> Seth down live. I love it. Um, 
he he's been doing this to try to get the dream match. He deserved he thought he deserved to be the number one contender. He's trying to get the dream match. He did get the dream match, mm-hmm. sort of, the one on one, for a little while. Yeah. So that's a victory for him. So he doesn't really have to win here. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. have to win here because he did get that victory of the dream match. So maybe Seth Rollins should have win. Kevin Owens, nothing in my body is telling me that Kevin Owens should win. Yeah. There's nothing really like... That's our swerve right there. There it is now. I mean, um, if you're looking at swerve, Drew McIntyre wins. That would be hype. Like, he like he got himself into this feud and ends up winning it in the end. Yeah, that's swerve. Mm-hmm. I mean, no. I think no matter what, if Drew McIntyre doesn't win, he doesn't take the pin. No. Which I think that means Kevin Owens takes the pin. I yeah, but say I think out of anybody here, I think if if somebody else is winning, I think they're pinning Owens. Yes, that's my thoughts on this. No, I agree. Mm. So, not Seth Rollins, not Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre would be a would be an insane like pop out of nowhere upset victory. But it would be another heel victory on this card, which we already have a lot of. That is true. That is true. So maybe a Styles victory here. I think I think Styles retains here. I think that makes the most sense. I do. I agree. I think that makes the most sense. I really want Drew McIntyre to win. I think he is a great would be a great champion. But no, I oh, agree. We, we could totally. I mean, we could totally set up. We could totally set that up down the line. Like, def- we could oh yeah, definitely yeah. set up more AJ Styles Drew McIntyre matches because yes, please. I also think. Part of me is also thinking long term in the sense that like next pay per view is Survivor Series and and the WWE title has to be defended there. No, it doesn't have to be defended there. Survivor Series it will be a Raw versus SmackDown champion versus champion match. Yep. Which That's what we it just, is. yeah we got to figure out how we're going to do that because of our Raw and SmackDown rosters being different. Yeah, I mean we we can just we can just take whoever the the we can take whatever is going. We can. We'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out later. Um, but yeah, it won't be defend defending. It would be a champion versus champion match, but it is a big four pay-per-view. So it could be at this point, AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns. That would be neat. Or Drew McIntyre versus Seth Roman. Rollins well, versus big... Roman Reigns. Kevin Owen. No, well, Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns would also be if dope. They're both at, and they're both champions. Like they'd be nuts. That would be nuts. But I think AJ Styles here. Thinking AJ Styles, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, AJ Styles pins Kevin Owens. Yeah. Um, pins. I'm gonna assume phenomenal forearm. Uh, yeah, phenomenal forearm. Uh, Styles clash. Whatever sounds fine. Okay. Okay. I'm just picturing. I'm just picturing Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns now both standing in the ring. Rollins, freaking WWE champion. Reigns, Universal champion. I mean, oh god, that'd be so cool. Yeah, but also an AJ Styles Roman Reigns match would also be very good. It would it would be dope to see Seth Rollins, but also it doesn't make quite make sense. That's like a lot of the problem is like, oh, the beautiful that that would work so well, and then it's like, oh, that doesn't it, cool. it doesn't work it doesn't work with our our booking. Okay, well let's go down this card one last time, and then we hit the oh no we do, let's just do the randomizer first. I forgot we're just gonna do straight to the randomizer now. I forgot yep. the change we made. Okay, well, we have officially booked the pay-per-view, the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view here. Mikey, we've done it. We've successfully yes, done we it. Have. 
our first pay-per-view on this hell, hit the books show. Hell, hell the books show. Hell, hell the books. God, so such a bad. We we hecked we hecked up those books real good. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so without further ado, that is our, sh- our, 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 our our card selected. Now let us do the terrifying thing of the randomizer. This is the randomizer of the. Yikes. We want to randomize. We want to get that everything, anything could happen in WWE feel. So mm-hmm. we have a randomizer here of now 21 items. We added one more thing of Mikey's idea. So, oh, are we going to tell them that or are we going to wait? No, we'll, we'll tell them if it comes up. All right, all right. Um, so we have a bunch of things like injuries, wellness policy violations, NXT call-ups, whatever we want. So we have to find ways to put them into the show. Uh, Mikey, whose turn is it? I forget. Is it my turn? Um, who did it last week? What was it last week? It was the go home show last week. USA wanted a happy ending. I think I rolled that one. Okay. Then it is my turn then. Yeah. On this Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, the randomizer will select starting now. I'm refreshing our Google Sheets page and let's find out what happens on this show. Um, I'm terrified of any results. That could happen. And there we go. Nothing happens. Have a great show. Woo! Woo! Made it through the randomizer yet again. Nothing happens. Have a great show. I'm only have thank a great good, show. Thank goodness that happens on a pay-per-view. Yes, that is true. Because, I mean, having anything else would have been terrifying. A fa- I mean, a face turn, heel turn. We could have gotten heel turn. We're like, okay, cool. Aiden English. Be- um, yeah, we could have gotten heel turn, Aiden English, face turn, bar. Injury would have been interesting. Um, title matches wouldn't make sense. Uh, maybe we Must should have a title an, match. Well, we did. <laughs> maybe we should have our own like Hell in a Cell or pay or pay per view randomizer. Yeah, that's I, a thought I think for, I think maybe that's a, a thought for the future. Thought for the future, but that does mean, Mikey, that nothing happens. Have a great show. That means we started with five. Nothing happens. This is our second one we've chosen. Now that means we now three. take it off the board. Uh-huh. And we're down to three. Nothing happens. Have a great show. So now there's a higher chance that anything else could happen mm-hmm. um, on the show. Okay. Well, then that is the randomizer. That is or what could have happened, I guess. But let us get through. Let's read this out, this Hell in a Cell card for you all. Let's start off with the pre-show. The Country Club versus the Bear Huggers. The Country Club get the win here with Liv Morgan pinning Bailey. Clean win. Clean, clean clean-ass win. Match number one is the Hell in a Cell SmackDown Live tag team title match of the Bludgeon Brothers versus The Bar. At some point in the match, this is a brutal, big, hoss sort of weapons, tables, ladders, chairs, candlesticks, you name it. It's in there. Um, At some point, Sheamus hits a white noise to Harper through a table on the outside. Mm -hmm. Cesaro is in the ring, does a giant swing on Rowan, the big behemoth Rowan, the big Viking Rowan. Hits the giant swing into the stairs, then off picks him up off the stairs. A neutralizer, neutralizer. I don't know how to say the word properly. Neutralizer. The, thank you. Off the stairs, Cesaro pins Rowan. One, two, three. The Bar are your new SmackDown Live Tag Team Champions. Next up, Dan Bryan versus Mike Kanellis. Uh, at some point, uh, Dan Bryan is in the is on the outside next to the Miz. Kanellis distracts the referee. The Miz gets up, hits Dan Bryan with his boot, showing off that he is not injured, in fact. He is, in fact, not injured. He is totally fine. He throws Dan Bryan back into the ring. Canellis hits the power of love, hits the finisher. One, two, three. Mike Canellis pins Dan Bryan. And The Miz 
Mike Kanellis mentor mentee relationships stand strong and beautiful and they both celebrate jump around mm-hmm. and they're both celebrating Mike Kanellis's victory because it's also Miz victory because he is his mentor yep next up United States Championship title match Shinsuke Nakamura versus Finn Balor Shinsuke retains Nakamura goes for that low blow Balor reverses it Shinsuke reverses that 1916 weird sort of DDT kind of move with his own Kinshasa. One, two, three. Shinsuke Nakamura retains his United States Championship and lives to tell another day. Mm-hmm. Unless, unless the demon has anything to say about it. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Next up, Carmella versus Charlotte Flair in a SmackDown Live Women's Championship match where the special guest referee is Becky Lynch. Throughout this match, anytime Charlotte goes for a pinfall on Carmella, it's a slow count from ref Becky Lynch. Anytime Carmella goes for a pin, it's a fast count, but Charlotte's able to um, kick out of it. The cards are definitely against Charlotte here. A reversal, role reversal of Becky and Charlotte Flair. Usually, everything comes naturally to Charlotte Flair, and Becky has to work for it and stack the odds. This time, roles are reversed. Um, Charlotte has to defeat the odds here and she does the only way she cannot pin or get becky really involved in the pinning there is to f- tap out carmella which she does into a figure eight mm-hmm. um it's and it's a beautiful match charlotte flair wins next up rusev versus elias rusev wins this match he submits elias via the accolade following the match he sings a beautifully written song um, the only time we'll write promos on this show. In English, sings a song beautifully written by one Mikey, Jumpman Mikey Manfredi. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and says that he will have a terrible Rusev day. What does that mean? Elias hits Rusev with a guitar. Elias and English attack Rusev, walk out together. We have the formation of a new singing tag team of Aiden English versus Elias. We have the BBBs and the Mimimis. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus Christ damn. <laughs> wow. I don't know. Can we we're not calling him them the, the No, no. The, no, we're not calling them that. The Mimimis. We are not doing that. Okay, well, next up, we have our WWE Championship match, our Fatal 4-Way Hell in a Cell match. AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre. At some point in the match, Drew McIntyre picks up Kevin Owens, throws him in, throws him through, really, the cell wall, breaking it down. They fight on the outside. Seth Rollins and AJ Styles come to the outside. We're setting up into a tower of pain. They all... Drew McIntyre suplexes Kevin Owens while being powerbombed by Seth Rollins and AJ Styles through the announce table. Don't know how many. Don't know if it's one. Don't know if it's two. Definitely at least the Spanish announce table. Um, Beautiful stuff. At some point in the match, they're all fighting in the ring. Styles throws McIntyre out. Rollins throws Owens out. They turn around. It's one-on-one. AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. The dream match. The match that the WWE Universe wants begins to happen just reversal after reversal just over and over and over again beautifully made match beautifully made uh sequence that is interrupted of course by drew mcintyre and kevin owens the finish of the match is 
at some point, AJ Styles hits the phenomenal form onto Kevin Owens, pins him one, two, three. AJ Styles retains to close out this Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. And that is it for our Hell in a Cell pay-per-view episode of Hit the Books. Mikey, it's been a long one, but a beautiful one at that. How do you feel about it all? I agree. I we did a really good job with this one. I want to sell a lot of cool moments, a lot of fun matches, and some title changes here and there, which could uh, change SmackDown. You know, it's really it's been a really good show. Yeah, it's definitely gonna it's definitely gonna shake up some things moving forward, especially going forward to next up Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be interesting what happens there. Um. Again, though, that I'm very excited. Uh, that does mean that we're not going to have uh, any of our titles defended at Survivor Series. Bop, bop, I believe I, that is that is what that means. It does. So we have it to, does mean though we get to make a Survivor Series team. That it that is true. That is very true, and I'm very excited about that. But I guess until then, thank you all for listening to Hit the Books, this special Sunday pay per view episode of Hit the Books. For more wrestling fun, come be a part of the booking community and follow us on Twitter at. Hit the books pod. There you can join in our preview and results polls. This this show will not have a preview one. You've already not seen it, I guess. It'll have a results poll. So tomorrow, as soon as this episode on Sunday, uh, Sunday the was it the twenty third? Um, tomorrow the twenty fourth will be a result results res- results poll results poll of this pay per view, so we can get your booking thoughts on how we did. Mm-hmm. in this show um so yes be go there and be a part of our preview and results polls of our various episodes that really helps us decide it, you saw this it just helps us to decide the card order it helps us decide um where we what we should do with our, our excitements and our booking and how, like where we're going it helps us decide these things so your vote really matters here so go there and vote in those polls if you have any ideas of what to add to our randomizer, you can tweet them at Hit the Books Pod, and we'll put them into our list. We've already added something new um, that Mikey thought of, so if you have anything, please tweet them at Hit the Books Pod, and we'll add them in and shout them out. You can also go to iTunes, go to whatever you are listening to, and subscribe to Hit the Books so you can get the show when it comes out on your thing immediately. You don't have to go out and download it; it just comes to you. That's convenience. That's what that is. And if go to if you can and be very helpful to us, uh, we 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 would love for you to go to iTunes and leave us a review, a five meatball five meatball review of Hit the Books on iTunes. We would love that from you so much. We 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 would love you so much if you do that, please. But that is all for this week's episode, uh, or this special Sunday pay per view episode of Hit the Books. Until next time, which will be this Tuesday. Uh, which will be the next SmackDown Live episode. Until this Tuesday, Mikey, we've got two words for you.